foundational tools to develop a biblical worldview. Welcome to Mentoring Matters, a listener-supported program of SharonHearts.org. With the world's culture invading the church, it is vital that we establish some deeper roots in biblical truth in order to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Ratzloff. And I'm going to start us today in Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7. says, As you therefore have received Jesus Christ the Lord, so walk in Him, rooted and built up in Him, and established in the faith. So the same faith by which we were saved when we decided to follow Jesus is the same faith by which we now stand. We don't understand even when our hearts are sincere what goes before us. So as we do what it says in Colossians to be rooted and built up in him, established in the faith, we're going to have to recognize that there are going to be tests that come that are just too much for us. Right. There's not going to be any way that we can humanly assimilate a solution for being an overcomer. Right. And we should already know that that's going to bring us to a point of helplessness and hopelessness. And many times in frustration or anxiety or anger. Well, John fifteen five says that apart from me, you can do nothing. So we should know that that daily walk is going to have to be close to him. So Sharon, I'm going to put you on the spot. Can you give me an example of when something hits you and you know it's overwhelming, you don't have an immediate solution, and you want to throw your hands up and maybe pull your hair and scream? How can you take John fifteen five, and in your thinking get yourself corrected and back online? Well, there are times when I can be overwhelmed with responsibilities and feel like pulling my hair out. And so I just need a moment to go get quiet and make those words that I know from the scriptures real in my life because I have them hidden in my heart. Okay, that was the correct answer. So uh, I'll give you a B plus on that one. (laughs) Now, Sharon, if you wanted to get an F, how would you respond? I'd yell and scream and holler at everybody and whip them into shape in my own ability. And in your own strength and maybe blame them for being the problem, Mm. have resentment, I want to escape and just leave them with their stuff and leave the house and just get away. Oh, uh-huh. But you chose to say, no, I'm going to get quiet. I'm going to go to my source, and you're going to take another lesson in knowing what it is to walk with him in the way you received him. 
Did you receive Jesus Christ yelling and screaming, saying, I don't want you, I don't want you, but I got to have you? No. No, you were broken. You knew you had a need. You knew you couldn't fix that need. You knew you didn't have the resources to do it in your own strength. Right. So you got quiet and you saw how you had to walk with him by really sitting down and being still with him. And that's what the verse says is how we are then built up in him and we are established in the faith. And there is a satisfaction in our soul and our spirit when we allow our trust factor to increase our strength by faith. And there's another passage of Scripture that just comes to my mind where if we do this battle, we always just need to go over to James. I tell you what, James is the emergency ER book. (laughs) Yes, it is. Various trials come as a gift so that our faith can be strengthened, so that we will have the wisdom to know how to walk, to be established in the faith and rooted and built up. Well, and realizing also that those trials come so that our character will be developed. And the armor of God, Sharon, is really description of the character of God. Right. Now, that's another lesson for another day. (laughs) But once we put that character on, it needs to stay prepared and ready on what to use. We might need the shield of faith, first of all. Or we might need something that is like the helmet of salvation. Our salvation's being questioned. There's doubts. And we need to know that that helmet of salvation is there to assure us that Christ is our all in all. So the character is really knowing how to put on the armor and then use the arm effectually. But Sharon, in wanting to do the best and put the armor on and stand, then we say, well, we've got the armor on, and so now we're just going to let God do it. We, oh. we're, equi- we're equipped. We're praying. So now we're just, everything's going to have to be done by God. And boy, that sounds so right. Yeah, that but, let go and let God. Yes, but you know mm-hmm. what happens? We go passive. We go from one extreme to, to another extreme, <laughs> which happens to be a very normal work of the flesh. Okay. So, Sharon, when people go passive, and I like the phrase that you use, let go and let God, then we surrender having that armor ready for attack or for defense. And then without knowing it, and now this is a biggie, Sharon, we allow our soul and the way we think and choose to act to be greater than the truth that our spirit always needs to be standing in. So is the, do you think that's some of the reason why that we don't really know how to be warriors? Because we put on this armor and then we go passive. Well, now let, let go and let God. And we're not actively engaged or, or actively even aware that possibly we're in the middle of a battle. 
Well, many times we, I agree with you, Sharon. I so agree with you. And what the word picture is as we're talking is that when David was going to go out and fight Goliath, that mighty giant, they tried to equip him with the armor that they thought was necessary for him to engage with this giant. Mm-hmm. And David said, no, I just need to get a few stones here. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. So in putting on the armor, we can go back and as we study the scripture, realize that the Lord many times will keep it very simple and how he wants us to display the armor from him and his character. And it can be something very simple, knowing how to keep our soul in check so that the mighty power of God's spirit working through our spirit knows exactly where to hit between the eyes and bring the giant of affliction and torment down. Right. All right. So if you think about it, Janie, David wasn't there for his own well-being. I mean, remember when he came, he was like, how can you guys sit back and watch and listen to this unclean Philistine defy the living God? So it was all about God's character and God's glory being defended. Now you've taken me to uh, Hebrews 11.1. Our faith that David was showing that he was using by trusting something not ordinarily used for battle, five smooth stones. And, you know, I've been told that he had those other stones. He had one for Goliath. And the other stones were for his brothers in case they tried to come yeah, in. That's what I've heard, right. too. But it says, now, faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. God used words to form the worlds. So things that are seen are not made from things that are visible. That's why we use the word faith. Right. That is a description of faith. Mm-hmm. And so what does the Lord want us to do with our faith? Well, he doesn't want us just to keep looking for how to handle things visibly. He wants us to know what is divine. That's his priority. That's the eternal. That's why we have been created. It's just not for him to help us have a successful walk here. But we have been created for his divine purpose. Right. All right. And that means that we need to really see what is a divine matter. And a divine matter is understanding what Jesus Christ said he has prepared us for and equipped us for now. And what happened, Sharon, when he came out of the grave? He gave us life. That's right. Resurrected life. Uh huh. All right. And when you talk to somebody about living in resurrection life, they agree. And that'll be great when we get to heaven and we get to enjoy it. Now, did God save us and show us resurrection now so that we could waller in the slime and the gunk and the cesspool of the earth? No. And Janie, when you put it that way, it seems ridiculous that we would even think that way that we wouldn't have resurrection life right now, today. 
so that we can be overcomers, so that we can be victorious for His name's sake. And that's why Mentoring Matters. Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hart's ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHarts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N-Hearts.org.